what would make a man go to medical school to be a gynecologist? Like, at what point did he say, you yeah. know what? Pussies. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm inspired by them. They're my passion. I'm going to be a gynecologist. I'm going to... Be an obstetrician, I can see. Yeah. You want to deliver babies. You know, the world's greatest, most famous obstetrician, Dr. Cliff Huxtable <laughs> from The Cosby Show. Yeah. Stand-up guy. It's very... I mean... <laughs> The irony that he was an obstetrician <laughs> on that show. That piece of shit Bill Cosby's <laughs> job on the show was to look at pussies is just too rich. Like you cannot come up with that. Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 253 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down we make each other laugh we make you laugh Eddie how are you I'm good how are you I'm really good great to hear I I ran an ad on reddit and which was I was kind of worried Mm -hmm. you know this is you know we're we're in uncharted territory and people on reddit they can be pretty rude (laughs) you know no I know believe it yes being anonymous on the internet Sometimes people have bold opinions. Yeah. You think people are rude on Facebook and Twitter where it has your avatar <laughs> and it shows who your Nana is and where you work and all this shit? Yeah. On Reddit, they're a lot more rude. It's but then like, I thought, hey, it's also a great place. <laughs> we can get some fresh blood yeah. on Reddit. And so I ran an ad and it's funny, it got like 50,000 impressions. Okay. Which means somebody saw it <laughs> and I think 20 clicks. Okay. 20 clicks. But here's the problem. that It's a banner ad. Yeah. Nobody clicks on banner ads. Usually by accident is the only time. <laughs> Seriously, by accident. Yeah. And one person left uh, a comment and he was like, this is two unfunny hipsters trying to be very PC. <laughs> and I thought, man, that's never, no one's ever said at either of those. <laughs> We're not hipsters and we certainly aren't PC. Yeah. And I responded and he didn't write back. Uh. The bastard. Well, anyways, was that, it you that you you played the other guy too? You have multiple Reddit accounts. No, I know I should have done that. <laughs> Trying to start some shit. Well, you can see someone's history on Reddit and every comment they've made. Oh, you can. This is what happens a lot of times where like someone doesn't remember that and they blow up, and then someone digs in their history. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, they're always posting on the white nationalist <laughs> subreddit or something, yeah. or like Ken Bone. Remember yeah. Ken Bone? <laughs> totally. Wasn't he on like some? Anime porn subreddits. It, I, I can't remember like that. exactly what it was. That asshole. He ended up voting for Trump, I think. Mm-hmm. This is, no one probably cares about this, but that he's still around being Ken Bone. Yeah. Like he's still trying to be Ken Bone. He's doing like appearances. Appearances. Yeah. Because he was on a debate and wore a sweater <laughs> and he looks like a guess who character come to life. And, and who's going to be like, yeah, let's go see Ken Bone. You guys no. want to go see Ken Bone and look at this awkward man? God, no. It was hard enough to get us to go see John Mayer. <laughs> yes. You know, my ass. So anyways, let's let's move on. Yes. Let's talk about John Mayer. Let's do it, man. We went to saw John Mayer. Yes. It was a great time. It was so great. And here in Sacramento, we have the most beautiful, brand new arena. Brand new. It's seriously months old. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So nice. We had such a good time. We went out to dinner. I mean, we had a real double date. Yeah. It was super fun. Your wife, my wife, you and I, 
And we even shared meals at the restaurant. We shared meals. Yeah. We took shots. <laughs> yeah. And think about, we, we took a Lyft down there or an mm -hmm. Uber, and that's totally changed the game. Yeah. Because normally one of us would have to be the DD. Mm -hmm. And God bless, like bars and restaurants should be giving a kickback to Lyft and Uber. Of course we could have always taken a cab. Mm -hmm. No thanks. <laughs> you know, who wants to take a cab at two in the morning mm -hmm. in some weird part of town? I would, you'd rather die. Call Lyft. Yeah. And you see that little shining face and they pop up and they take you home. I mean, that, that made everything even easier. Oh yeah, definitely. It was a lot of fun. And isn't it like usually cheaper than a cab? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, mm -hmm. how can you go wrong? I mean, if you wanna be a cab driver in, in New York City, mm -hmm. You have to buy this thing called a medallion, which is like buying a license. Have you heard about this? No. Dude, this is crazy, okay? I'm gonna get some of the numbers wrong, but they're, they're kind of right too. Okay. <laughs> like you can't just become a cab driver. You can't just go to cab driving school and then become a cab driver. Okay. And you have to be in, I don't even know how you get these medallions. There's like a, there's like a, a, a it, You a make it finite, sound like you have to discover it, like you have to I go on an expedition. On, a, <laughs> on an incredible journey. <laughs> well, it is made out of gold. No, I don't know what it is, but it's, maybe there's a finite number of people that could be a cab driver for the city. Okay. So you sell these medallions to other cab drivers so they can drive cabs, sometimes for hundreds of thousands of dollars. You may go in on a medallion, like remember um, uh, the night of, yeah. How those three guys had a cab. They sh yeah, they I shared I think they it. shared a medallion probably too. Okay. Where only one of them can like use it. I might be totally off base here. <laughs> but all I know is to be a cab driver costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's some horseshit boys club. And that's why Lyft and Uber are just kicking their ass. Yeah. So whatever. I don't know. How do we even get on this? John Mayer. John Mayer. The thing about John Mayer is he's one of these guys too, who when you see them, you think, you know what? I bet if, if he could only spend like 20 minutes with me... <laughs> Me and John Mayer will be tight. Yeah. He'd be commenting on my Instagram page. We'd be tweeting at each other. I think like we could I, be bros. I think that all the time about so many people. I know. I'm like, oh, they would they would love me. You're right. They yeah. would. How could they not? It's hard. Give us 20 minutes alone with John Mayer. <laughs> and that would be funny. That would be like a sketch where this is like our, our goal and our dream mm -hmm. is to meet John Mayer. And we go through all these crazy things, which to him make us look insane. <laughs> and then we finally get him in a room alone and you and I are like cornering him like, we're not crazy, we're not crazy. Just spend five minutes with us. Just please, please spend five minutes, we're gonna be best friends. <laughs> and he's just freaking out. Yeah. Or something we like that. We should write that. Or, or someone could animate it. There anyone? you go. Yeah, I'll write a script for you, English <laughs> Paul, with all your free time. We had a great time. We got there and we got to the concert when the opening band was playing, mm -hmm. which is a band none of us had ever heard of. Yeah. You know, half the stadium wasn't even there. And we get to our row and there's a woman who's probably like, what, 60 years old? Uh, probably around that. Yeah. yeah. And her probably 25-year-old daughter. Yeah. And they're sitting there. And Eddie and his wife, Kristen, were like six rows in front of Nicole and I. Mm -hmm. Better seats mm -hmm. than what we had. So we got there. And we say to this lady and her gal, or her daughter, hey, look, we really want to sit together. These are our, our, our sister-in-law. Here's a seat, six seats in front. Yeah. You guys can get a better seat. And immediately the daughter's like, cool. Yeah. Let's She's do like, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Why wouldn't we do that? Why would we not do that? And the mom's all, <laughs> like she was just. <sighs> yeah, like insulted. She bristled <laughs> at the thought. And I even said, hey, I'll even buy you a beer. Mm -hmm. Like kind of jokingly. 
And then no, like she said, no, yeah, we're not moving. But it was like it kind of in confusion because we kind of started to go into right. the aisle. And her daughter got up. You yeah. were coming in, and her daughter's like, "Mom," and she's like, "No, why? Why would we leave? No, right. we, we spent a lot seats. of time, yeah, figuring out where to sit. It was very awkward. She's like, "We, I want to sit in the aisle. Like the aisle is what <laughs> I paid for. Yeah, like it's an airplane." <laughs> and I mean, we were feeling pretty good, so we're like, "All right." No problem, ma'am. Totally get it. Yeah. And, but Nicole was livid. Yes. You know, and she was like, well, I'm going to get up and down like a hundred times. <laughs> and it wasn't like we were trying to be rude. We were literally getting beers, mm -hmm. going you know, piss, going piss like a hundred times because <laughs> yeah. we had to. And the seats are so tight. So every time we walked by, this bitch had to stand up. Yeah. Every time. And it was probably between the four of us. Mm hmm. 15 times i don't know yeah because you guys ended up coming sitting next to us anyways on the other side on the other side yeah. <laughs> in empty seats so it kind of worked out show starts and everyone stands up mm -hmm. i mean it's john mayer yeah you stand up and it's the show is starting the show is starting like even when hamilton starts you probably stand up maybe yeah be like yeah here we go but then you sit right back down yeah but at a rock and roll show you stand for the first song. You've got to expect that people are going to stand, yeah. Even if it's seats. Of course we had a seat, but you stand up, man. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting next to this lady now. We're all standing up. And then I feel her pull on my shirt. Like, hey. <laughs> and I look at her and I say, hi. And she said, why are you standing? And I looked around and I said, well, everybody's standing. She said, exactly. And I said, sorry you have to hear this story again. No. Hey. <laughs> um, I said, I Everyone's standing. She's like, I know. Tell, admit it. The only reason you're standing is because everyone's standing. Mm -hmm. And I said, on some level, yeah. <laughs> I the person in front of me standing up. This is all during a concert. The band <laughs> like is playing. Literally. The opening band. They were called the Night Game. Yeah. And they were some weird like '80s, '90s throwback. I don't know. Yeah, like a synthy. The police sounding. Yes, definitely. Meets some the killers. Sting. Yeah. They were pretty cool, but who cares, right? We didn't come there to see them. We're half listening. Mm -hmm. And when you go see a big band and there's a little band before them, it can be a crapshoot. Yeah. Maybe it's someone cool. Maybe you get to find a new band that you like. Mm -hmm. And you're like, holy shit, what a bonus. <laughs> you know, John Mayer opened my eyes yeah. to the night game. Wow, he gave me them as a gift. <laughs> Thank you, John Mayer. Yeah. But no, I mean, I whatever. I'm not going to listen to them again. So I was just, I'm standing <laughs> well, there. Well, you can't because they only have one song on Spotify. That's true. So. They only have one song on there. But it was John Mayer, so everybody was focused, excited. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, no one's going to stand the whole time. At some point, it'll be a quiet song. Like, I felt like I was kind of giving her, like, hello, you're at a concert 101. Yeah. It'll be a quiet song. Nobody wants to stand the whole time. And she was like, no. No. And I said, now at this point, I'm kind of annoyed. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, and this isn't like me to be rude to a stranger <laughs> at all. Yeah. You know, somebody wrote a, a rude comment on our Reddit and I took it to heart. <laughs> I just, I'm <laughs> such a pussy when it comes to this stuff. But to this lady, I said, did you come here to have fun or not? <laughs> and she's like, you're, you're a mean person. Oh and my I God. said, what are you talking about? <laughs> she said, you and all your group, you guys are terrible roommates and you're mean people. <laughs> And I said, ma'am, I understand, you know, if you, and no, 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 no. Okay. 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 <laughs> this is what made her get super pissed. Okay. She's, she's upset with me about the uh, standing thing. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't talk to me. And then a couple minutes later I said, Hey, you know what? Those seats down there mm -hmm. where we wanted you to sit, no one's standing down there. Ironically, <laughs> if you had sat down there, 
you'd be okay right now. And that's when she said, you're a mean person. <laughs> and I said, ma'am, you don't even know me. Yeah. She said, no, you won't let it go. You think just because you wanted me to move, I should move. I mean, she was furious. Man. To say the least, the energy coming off of her. Mm -hmm. She had her arms crossed. It was just, I could feel red heat <laughs> coming off her towards us. I was too scared to look her in the face every time I, I passed her. So I just like looked away, had my head down. Right. I but, looked at her daughter. I squeezed her daughter <laughs> in front of her a few times. Maybe that's why she was mad. Probably. I don't know. So we enjoyed the show and then they left early, like before the encore <laughs> Yeah. to like what beat the traffic. Probably. How are you going to pay all that money to go to a show and then leave before the encore? Well, maybe it was us. Maybe we were like, finally, it's over. And they just got the fuck out of there. I know. Maybe you're right. They just, they were so annoyed, so angry that they mm -hmm. just had to leave. On their podcast, they're talking shit about us. I mean, well, that's the thing. I kind of feel like I've seen this woman around town now. Oh, She's really? She's haunting me. <laughs> slash maybe stalking me. It's po Or what if she wasn't even there? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Well, so we did the best thing. We left the show. We were on a, on cloud nine and went to a bar, and then we ended up karaokeing. Yes, sir. At like one thirty. At, at a super dive bar. Super dive bar that um, you had known about. Love the place. It's called Pine Cove. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's usual. Well, we went on like on a Thursday night. Right. But uh, yeah, the times I've gone, it's like packed. Mm -hmm. Tons of people are drinking and singing. Yeah, it's a good time. When we went, it was a little, it was a little weird. I, I still had a lot of fun. Oh, I mean, there was probably still fifteen, yeah, people-ish there, and not everyone was singing. And I mean, look, like the people we got there, and it was like the regulars. Yeah, I mean, they were there <laughs> almost to like practice singing. It felt like a couple of these guys were like in a band. I think so. And it was almost like training wheels. I don't know. They were taken very seriously. One of them seemed like he was like a construction worker, but like his passion was to sing and right. this was like his outlet. And he's like, oh yeah, right. I'm not going to be a rock star, but yeah, I'll rock out at a karaoke bar. This is podcast, yeah. <laughs> essentially. And then here we come bumbling in. It's 1.30, mm -hmm. we're all drunk. And I mean, we weren't drunk, but we were definitely pretty, you know, lit up. Yeah. And we come bumbling in and they probably think, oh, great. Look at these assholes. Yeah. They're going to get up there and sing a summer loving. <laughs> these two, you know, jackasses. You know, the guy, the, the two guys will probably do it. They're yeah. real funny. You come shit on our fun little karaoke thing. Yeah. And we said, fine, you know, we are going to do a song. Mm -hmm. And you came up with a song for everybody, I think. Uh, my wife came up with a song for me. Oh, did she have one with yeah. you? Okay. Well, you came up with mine, mm -hmm. Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> You know, in honor of the show. Yes. And actually, Nicole went first, mm -hmm. and she sang Hold On by Wilson, Wilson Phillips. Yes. And and then it, she sang it really good. She set the tone for the rest of us. She really did set the tone. Yeah. I think we took the karaoke regulars by surprise, and they said, oh, shit. <laughs> okay, okay. And then I get up there and do Kiss from Rose, and I really tried to bring it. You, I, you did. You succeeded. Hard. Dog. It was like I at the concert. I, I said on uh, last week's show. That, yes, that you were wondering how I was going to yeah, behave. How how you were going to behave? But the way that we sat, like the the angle of the stage, I couldn't really see you right during the concert. I didn't want to look back and look mm. like I'm just staring <laughs> at you. Like hey, right? Um, well, who would have thought I would have shamed and made an angry lady super pissed off? Exactly at us. Yeah. But I, I was grooving. Yeah, you know, I was okay. like feeling it. I mean, I wasn't dancing, <laughs> okay. and I don't really know enough words to his songs like he didn't play daughters you know no. thank god but that guy's got a hundred hits yeah so anyways yes 
I was bringing it. Yes. The best I could. It was really good. And then you got up there and did This Is How We Do It yes. by Montel Jordan. <laughs> and everyone was feeling that. Yeah, a Filipino guy like came up to was. the stage. He materialized. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see him when we got there. Right, like a Filipino dude, like a bat signal. <laughs> He's like, oh, another He's Filipino like, singing? That's another Filipino guy in like a one mile radius singing karaoke. I'm there. Is that karaoke? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm there. And he was really like eye to eye with you. Yeah, it couple was pretty times. intense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like you were a rock star. <laughs> And he was seriously. He thought I was Manny Pacquiao. Is what he, he might is have. What it was. I mean, you do look like Pac-Man. <laughs> so it was fun. We had mm. a great time. Yeah. And I, you know, the next day. Oh, and then got home. It's two in the morning, and our lovely in-laws watched the kids, mm-hmm. and they had got pizza. Oh, I wish you could have had some of that pizza. Apparently, there was some in my fridge. Oh, that's but right. I didn't even look and yeah. didn't even think about it. Oh, but it I would so have good. loved it. Yeah. That pizza at two in the morning. And when it hits, it just rests on, you know, the 48 beers. Mm-hmm. And you just know it's like soaking up. And it's feeling <laughs> so good. And the next day, I woke up great. Yeah. Felt great. I, yeah. The only thing, I was a little tired, but I wasn't Very like, tired. hungover or anything. Because the kids woke up at 7 yeah. or 6.30. So, yeah, up and at them. Um, but it did put a bug in our ear. Like, you know what? Going to shows like this is great. Mm-hmm. Super fun. And so this week... My wife uh, last night was feeling down. I could just tell. Mm-hmm. Like she just seemed bummed out. And when we go out to dinner, I would say nine times out of ten, it's her recommendation or suggestion. Like, you know, let's go out to dinner tonight. Yeah. And I say, yeah, totally. Let's do it. So I said, hey, babe, you know what you need tonight? <laughs> let's go out to dinner. I know it's the middle of the week. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> and the look on her face was like, who are you? <laughs> You know, because she had said that, like, PG dub. Serious. Like, she was so enthralled with me being spontaneous Mm -hmm. and impulsive. And she even said, like, you know, when you were singing uh, Kiss from a Rose up there, like, that's the real Danny. That's the Danny that I love and fell in love with. You know, what happened to that? What happened to that Danny? Where did he go? I'm leaving you. (laughs) Um, So now I just run around the house singing (laughs) Kiss from a Rose just nonstop. Um, but we are going to a karaoke party in a couple of weeks, and you know I'm doing that song again. Oh, you have to, man. You know? I think that's going to be your song. I think it just became my song. Yeah, because it's such a good party song because everyone knows that song. It's a good song. It's Yeah, and it's so right. fun to sing. Right. It's yeah. a perfect song. Great no, song. thank you for blessing me with it. Anytime. Like a knight. You, you put it on my shoulders. Um, so anyway, she was pumped. I said, we're going to go out. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a couple drinks. We'll get the kids. We'll have dinner. It'll be great. And we're there. And we're having fun. Mm-hmm. And she's all, oh, my God, uh, Barbara, our friend Barbara, she's at Ed Sheeran right now. And I said, wow, I didn't realize Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. was playing, you know, at the same place John Mayer just yeah. played. And I said, that would have been a lot of fun, probably. And she's all, we should just go. <laughs> just sh- with we the whole should family? just go. Yeah, Quinn was there, who's three. <laughs> and Grant was there, who's eight, almost nine. But my 11-year-old son was not there. Okay. So this is the four of us. It's now 7 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we should just go. And I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, boy, that would be a real riot. <laughs> that would be a hoot and a half, babe, if we just just went. Yeah. And, and then I thought to myself, I did that thing where my wife really didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. I think she just said it. Of course we're not going to go. Mm-hmm. My kid's three. Like, I can't pull her out to a concert till midnight, for Christ's sake. She yeah. would dissolve. 
I mean, she actually would probably be fine because she's just wild <laughs> like that. But no, not going to do that. But I think what in my head, I did this thing where if like, I've been pre-fighting with my wife mm-hmm. about this. I don't even want to call it an issue for years mm-hmm. where I feel like a lot of times Nicole will say something like that, like, Hey, let's do this. And it's always outlandish enough to where I have to say no. <laughs> like I have to be the dick to be like, no, we're not driving to Vegas tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just pump the brakes, feel it out. And then I unwrap the whole situation and tell her why it's a bad idea. And she's like, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I'm still have to be kind of the guy yeah. to do that. And then in that case, when she, uh, you brought it up again, and I thought, well, here we go again. You know, I got to be the dick. <laughs> and so instead, I said, let's do it. I said, let's just keep this night of yes going. Like, we're going to Ed Sheeran. Okay. We're getting in the car, and we're going. And she's like, really? Like, oh, my God. And I said, yes. And then we get in the car, and the more she starts thinking about it, she's like, this is stupid. We we really shouldn't go. And I was like, no, we're going. <laughs> you said yes already. I was like, you said, we're going <laughs> And then I could So you like, technically raped her. Well, <laughs> well, it got to the point where she's like, please, like, I don't want to go to Ed Sheeran. We're not going. And I was like a madman on a quest. And I was like, I was seriously like under a spell. I was like, no, we're going. Like, I'm proving it to you that I'm impulsive, like, whether you like it or not. And she's like, I kind of feel like right now you need to pull over. We need to like have a moment here. And I pulled over. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. You're right. We're not going to Ed Sheeran. I tried to call your bluff. I pushed it way too hard, like a dick. Yeah. And I turned what was a glorious. That was the worst part, Eddie. I squandered all that amazing goodwill I got, and I ruined it by taking it too far. Man. Like a jackass. Typical Dan. I know. Always in trouble. Always in trouble. Love my wife to death, though. (laughs) And funny enough, this silly Instagram account Mm -hmm. that she's doing for our cat at at Hey Gastronomo, somebody from the show followed her on there mm-hmm. and he's got he or she i'm not sure has got a uh corgi a welsh corgi okay account that's hella popular oh really yeah so there's like this it, this exists out here Jeez. yeah his name is flapjack so at flapjack the corgi shout out to you oh my god dude so like does that mean that she's gonna get some followers from him i don't know or her or well whoever? i think there's lots of rules like I, I'm, my wife knows more about this now. She's really, that's how she is. She's laser into this world now. <laughs> and like a dog account, I don't think would ever post a picture of a cat. Mm-hmm. People would be angry. Oh, what the fuck, Flapjack? What if it's what is this cat? them together? Oh, I don't know where this person lives. Not Photoshop, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like on Twitter, you can retweet shit. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean it's like on your feed per se. Yeah. On Instagram, I mean, yeah, if, if Gus the cat showed up on Flapjack the Corgi's page, mm-hmm. all those dog lovers, they probably, they were like, fuck cats. I don't want to see no cat. <laughs> Unfollow this bullshit. Seriously. So, no, I don't think you'll be seeing Gus on there. There won't be a crossover between the two shows. Um, but, yeah, sh- still a shout out to him. Or her for that. Yeah. Or the dog. I guess that's the, a boy's name, Flapjack. Flapjack. I mean I don't know. I don't I don't know their their preferred pronoun. I don't I don't know either. Here's something that's gonna blow your mind. Guess what's back? In this motherfucking Back again. <laughs> Fantasy football. Oh wow. Is, is it already back? Eddie football's gonna oh be God. starting again for us to not watch in another <laughs> month or something. You know what it's that means? Draft. <laughs> right. I know. So, you know what that means? Fantasy football for the show. Yes. So, last year, for any new listeners, we did 
jokingly, I said, hey, let's do a fantasy football league. So many people wanted to be in it that we did two. Mm-hmm. We did two separate fantasy football leagues <laughs> that Eddie and I were in, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. So this year, we'll do it again. Yeah. So there's a couple of ways to do this. Like, I'm having a hard time here. Let's just do this on the fly. Anyone that was in last year, do we kick them all out? You know, I mean, or do we, we grandfather to. them in? I feel like we have to. Well, here's what I'm thinking. If you want to be in, email me, saveitfortheshow at gmail.com, and let me know. Mm-hmm. I need your email anyways to add it to Yahoo is what yeah. we use. And if we get another 10, we'll figure it out. I think some people probably want to quit. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see. So let's just gauge some interest right now, okay? Yeah. Saveitfortheshow at gmail.com if you want to play in the second annual. <laughs> Sack it for the show. <laughs> Sack it for the show is the name of one league. And Pigskin Got Wit yeah. <laughs> was the name of the other league. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll Good see. luck, everyone. Good luck. Yeah, I think Eddie, you get like second and one last year. Or and I got like, second. I got like last, last and, and second. Yeah. yeah, something like that. All right. Well, Eddie and I are very serious about all this. <laughs> uh, let's do a voicemail. Okay. Okay. So on last week's show, we talked about a listener wrote in a question saying two things. One, if we'd ever known anyone murdered. Mm-hmm. And... I think that was all that really mattered. Um, so that was from John G-Man. Okay. Okay. So he sent us in a voicemail explaining this whole murdering dentist mm-hmm. and um, murdering thing here. So hold on. Hey, Dan and Eddie, this is John G-Man coming at you. Yep. Uh, that was me in an email about Green River Killer and my killer dentist. Yes, I worked at the plant with him and the police interviewed him at the plant. So we knew that he was a suspect uh, and we started calling him Green River Gary, and he wasn't very shy about it. He kind of liked it. Okay, now about the what? dentist. It was a work release program. He had killed his son-in-law. They lit him out during the day. He had to go back to jail at night. Work release, it was a thing. It lasted maybe a year. Then he was able to come out during the day and night. He didn't have to go back, so that was pretty cool for him. Now, the other thing is my girlfriend. I bought a new scale. It was a high-tech scale. I thought it was great. When you take your weight, it sends it to your phone. I was like, great. I can track my weight. I'm going to have a record of it. My girlfriend refuses to use it. She said there has to be some mystery in our relationship. So I had to switch the scale with another scale so that I can't know how much she weighs. Like, I don't care how much she weighs, but... Apparently, there's the mysteries. So the question to you and and Eddie, are there mysteries, something that your wives don't want you to know? Like just the other day, I heard my girlfriend belch for the first time in two years. That was a mystery that we don't have anymore. So what are your mysteries? John G-Man out. All right. Thank you, John Mm G-Man. So first part... I just I can't believe they interviewed that guy at work. The cops came to his job. Yeah. Like I almost kind of feel like, well, I mean, I guess they got to get you. They can't, you know, send you a, an evite and hope you come <laughs> down to the station. That would be some shit if the cops interviewed you at work like that. I don't know if you'd ever be able to shake that stain. You could come up with yeah. any lie while they were there, but that you would be like, you know, police cop Eddie after that. 
Yeah, like, I, I think you'd have to make something up and go home. Majorly. Like, oh, they let me know of an uh, emergency. I've got to go. Right, I'm out of here. Shit, <laughs> I shit my pants. Yeah, what? you're not going to stay at work the rest of the day? Seriously. And then just have everyone ask you what the fuck is going I on? Know, you have to lie your ass off. Yeah. So this dentist kills his son-in-law and gets in jail for one year? I mean, whew. What did his son-in-law do? Do I you think remember? He, he had maybe roughed up his daughter, but... I mean, I'm sorry, you, you beat up someone's daughter, you, you don't deserve to die. Yeah. I, I don't know why or how, but this is a, a time to kill situation, <laughs> you know, like that's a different story. Yeah. So anyhow, okay, mystery. So sorry about that scale situation. I don't give a shit how much my wife weighs. I don't either. She may weigh 400 pounds or 40 <laughs> pounds. I mean, as a guy, it's just not something that I ever worry about or care about. Yeah. My partner ever did. And I'm not good at, like, saying, oh, that person's 115 pounds or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if someone was like, can you describe the suspect? I'd be like, uh, he's taller than me, but most people are. Right. Uh, you know, a bigger dude. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I completely agree. It's impossible. Yeah. I, th I think I thought my wife was, like, 115 pounds forever yeah and then when she got I just pregnant that was like a standard right i was like oh now you're like weight. 130 now that you're nine months pregnant like <laughs> i don't know never really thought about it yeah don't really care <laughs> so but i get it gals are that same way like even now i think when my wife's on the scale she, she i don't know she doesn't want me to see it mm -hmm. what am i going to do tweet about it yeah or something and and burping so yeah okay I'm, two years you never heard your girl burp that's crazy i mean how are you going to be like how are you going to like eat a woman's ass <laughs> she's she's sucking your dick and yeah. swallowing your cum, but she can't burp in front of you. Yeah, that's like, a bridge too far. There's no weird sounds during sex, right? Like there's always weird sounds, right? Maybe you farted during sex, yeah, for crying out loud. So I thought about this. So if there is any mystery in my wife and Maya's life, no, no, absolutely a hundred percent not. I can't think of one thing. Whether it's on her body, I've seen my my wife shit her pants, <laughs> not her pants, but I mean like I've seen her be sick, mm -hmm. barf, all that stuff's out the window. Unless she has a diary, I don't know about her, like a, a fake Instagram account <laughs> where she's got a bunch of boyfriends. Maybe. But I, no mystery here. I think, and my wife might be embarrassed if I start talking about this. But, uh oh. Um, then maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> I've never caught my wife like masturbating mm. i have no idea okay, fine. when right. she does you're right my but wife. i know she does she's told me she has yeah sneaky so i have no idea when that happens has she ever caught you though uh probably i think she's probably more aware of when you're doing it though yeah probably if it's sunday afternoon and your kids are like at the mall <laughs> there's a pretty good chance eddie's jerking off <laughs> or any dad any person yeah 16 year old boy is home alone like that's oh, ingrained in your mind. Alone. I'm home alone, jerking off. Yeah. Or if he thinks his parents can't hear him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gonna get one off right now. Any moment. Any moment. He'll <laughs> just take it. So okay. Um you're right, maybe that is a mystery. Mm -hmm. Otherwise though, and I don't have any mysteries that I'm keeping from her. The yeah. podcast. <laughs> She doesn't listen to the podcast. But she knows about it. She knows about it. Yeah. So yeah, no mystery here. I guess we're all doomed. <laughs> We're all headed for a divorce. All right. And maybe that's the way to do it. You got to kind of keep some sort of boundaries and mystery about things that keep things interesting. But mm. I, too late. 
blew that blew that well thank you anyways if anyone else wants to send us a voicemail you certainly can uh save for the show.com slash contact there's a bunch of ways like i said save for the show at gmail.com it's an email so you can just email us yeah (laughs) you could talk to us about fantasy football you could talk to us about your fantasies you could send us in a voicemail that's how email works yeah you know it's like an electronic (laughs) mail letter right (laughs) So do that, and on there, we also get lots of questions. Should we do some questions, Eddie? Definitely. You got questions? We got answers. All right, let's see here. So let's do a couple questions, Eddie. Oh, all right, this is a nice one. Hi, Dan and Eddie. I've been listening to the podcast for quite some time. It's one of my favorites. I lost my dad last Wednesday morning, and it wasn't completely unexpected. He was 92 and failing. Still, it's been uh, and will be a very difficult time. He was a veteran of World War II, part of the greatest generation. In those few moments to myself this past week, I've listened to the podcast. You guys have helped me remember that even in times of grief, it's okay to laugh. While sitting with my mom, wife, and sister reminiscing about my dad, we laughed more than we cried. I think that's what my dad would have wanted. So to put it simply, thank you, Dan and Eddie, for the laughs. Be well, Daniel. <laughs> He writes this really nice note. Um, then he still has to give us his um, statistics. Yes. He's uh, Daniel's his name. He's 6'0", Caucasian from Florida, and he's a native Floridian. Please don't hold that against me. But he did withhold whether he's dry or moist. Oh, the <laughs> so most he, important. I know. You know, it's still, it's a, it's a nice letter. Yeah. He can't put something nasty in like that. Let us in, though. So, right now, right back. Let yeah. us know, Daniel, what you got cooking. Uh, how nice is that? Super nice. You know, you and I sit here and we just do this silly thing and we get a handful of of questions and emails a week and then I log into our stats and I see a number. Mm -hmm. And that's all. And who knows? It's, you know, hundreds of people that are just sitting around listening and they're just pixels on my screen. So to get something nice like that, that we actually did something worthwhile for somebody, (laughs) that's really cool. Yeah. Touching. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you, Daniel, for that. Uh, another question, why is there no Sift subreddit? I've thought of starting one, but I'd rather somebody else do it. But if you sent me a free t-shirt, I'd do it. If I was rich, I would just buy one. <laughs> so there is a Save for the Show subreddit. Yeah, okay. There and it's go. slash Save for the Show. R slash Save for the Show. <laughs> so go to it if you are on Reddit. And we try to post on there from time to time. Um, it's not upkept very well. <laughs> so let's do it. <laughs> you know, yeah, let's go all there. Hang out there for nothing. Well, I'll be there. Okay, I'm on Reddit, dog. So I'll be there, and yeah, if you if you're a Reddit person, uh, meet us there. For the listener that sent in this question, it was anonymous, mm-hmm. or I'd say, you know what, partner, I'll send you a shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. It's too late now, man. <laughs> you fucked up. Sorry, Mr. Window. You messed up. All right. Uh, here's another one. Do you guys trim or shave your armpit hair? Should guys be doing so? I wonder if females have a preference. Of course they do. You have to shave your armpit hair. You <laughs> gotta shave your arm, not to the bone or trim it. You gotta trim back that shit. I don't have very long okay, your, or much your uh, situation. Hair, so. fine. Well, yeah, I don't. My armpit hair goes wild. Does it? Okay. Yeah. So if you have, you know, like Eddie, clean, small, short. <laughs> cartoon style armpit hair <laughs> don't worry about it but like me i'm hairy as hell mm-hmm. so my armpit hair grows out of control and you just use i don't know a clipper if you've got one of those like clippers with a guard oh, okay you know hit that with a number two or three 
tame that shit. That doesn't itch? No, I mean, if you shave it down, I bet it would. Okay. But, you know, right before you jump in the shower, just knock that thing down to a two or three, clean it up, mm-hmm. then take a shower. All the hairs will fall out, and you're good to go. I do that with my pubes. <laughs> uh, of course. So. Yeah, before you shower. What kind of insane person showers and then shaves the pubes? <laughs> You're out of your mind. Dude, I was trying to trim up my bush like a month ago, probably. Go on. And I just got that new Philips Norelco One Shave yeah. thing. Uh-huh. And I, so I, I put a guard on it, but I didn't realize, I thought it was the biggest guard. It was Uh-oh. the shortest guard. Uh-oh. And I basically trimmed like, my entire ball sack and, <laughs> and pelvic area bald. Right, down and like a one. And I was like, one. oh, what the, like I shaved a strip out and I was like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Pixar didn't happen. No. <laughs> Ask my wife, because I was like, babe, I I feel like a child right now. I know, It's so smooth right now. It's funny, especially as a guy, like a shaved down dude. Yeah. Like, I never liked it when my wife went 100%, Mm -hmm. um, or even, well, that's not, I think now, I mean, I don't even know what's popular these days. I think a little hair is popular. A little patch. Back then in the 90s, it was like bald city. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyhow, uh, yes, shave your armpit hair, or trim it, (laughs) you know? And I think you'll smell less. And yeah. I do think people appreciate any sort of groomed hygienic area. Mm-hmm. Correct? I don't know. Maybe you'll have someone licking and smelling in your pits. <laughs> Good. That sounds odd. I smell my wife's armpits. Yeah, we've we've all we'll heard about this. Let me talk <laughs> all about heard about that, that you perv. Right. You want me to talk about it again for <laughs> ten minutes? Uh, okay, here's one. Um, is this weird that I'm always staring at guys' dicks on the train? I'm always staring at their crotches. Always. I'm looking at or for the bulges, especially when the guys are wearing business suits or skinny jeans. I can't help it. And then Monday it happened. Some Hispanic man got a boner and I noticed. And he noticed that I noticed. And he smiled and looked at his dick all proud or whatever. The crazy part is we ride the same train every day and now he just stares at me. Is that weird? I love you guys so much from s so okay so there's a couple things here Mm -hmm. i can't help it i also find myself probably looking at dudes dicks (laughs) like i think that's kind of they've they've proven that that's just where you look yeah like you look at women you look at men's and they did this study i think we even talked about it where they tracked where your eyeballs looked at like baseball cards i think that's what they used like they didn't have people in and say hey don't look at the dicks. Mm-hmm. Like it was something like, look at these baseball cards and tell us which ones you think are more valuable. And every picture was a man in baseball pants with a, probably a bigger bit of a bulge. Yeah. And I think they picked pictures. I mean, that's why you can't trust any study. <laughs> and, you know, like they had, what if it was like a bunch of naked ladies and they all had big moles and everyone looked at the mole first mm-hmm. and then they'd say, well, when guys see a woman naked, they look at their moles. <laughs> well, not exactly, you piece of shit. Yeah. So anyhow... Guys look at dicks. Girls look at dicks. It's not weird at all. And I think that he caught you or that he had a boner. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe now that he's looking at you like, huh? Yeah. You liked that? <laughs> you want to get a closer look? I mean, maybe. It, it, does he seem like an upstanding gentleman? Right. Someone that you would want to maybe go on a date with? I don't know. Or is he a creeper? Right. Because if he's a creeper, then yeah, that's, that's a problem. Well, he's got a job, you know. <laughs> or so, maybe he just rides his train getting boners all day. Right. Like, I know in New York, there's all these people who are always rubbing up on women mm-hmm. or just smelling women. I read on Reddit the other day that this guy, it was like two in the morning and he was drunk and he was trying to get a ride home. And some dude pulled up and said, yo, man, you want a ride home? I'm, I'm driving. 
a stranger mm -hmm. and he said he was drunk enough and it was late enough that he said for sure fine i'll I'll take a ride home. Yeah. Gets in the car with this guy and they start driving towards his house. And as they get closer, the driver says, oh, by the way, I am a leather glove salesman. This is what I do. I, I, I know, right? I sell, I sell leather gloves. And maybe, I don't know if he said it was a hobby. And this is being recounted from the, the actual passenger. This mm -hmm. is what happened to him. And he said, you know, the guy said, I sell leather gloves. Can I interest you in a pair? And they pulled, you know, he had them parked like a block away from his house. They're sitting out in front of his house mm -hmm. or wherever. And he's like, well, here, try this pair on. And the guy in the passenger seat starts putting on these leather gloves and realizes they're crazy tight. Like he's really having to like, ugh, like pull them on, force okay. them on. And the guy's all, okay, no problem. Let's try a different pair. You know, those are too small. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Forget about those. Here's another pair. And again, they're very tight. Like no matter what the guy's doing, okay. he's struggling to get the gloves on. And then the guy says, all right, one more time. Mm -hmm. Gives him another pair, they're still tight. At this point, he's thinking like, okay, this is weird. Yeah, Something's not right here. And he's all, you know, man, appreciate the ride, gotta go. Uh, give me your business card. He had a business card about selling leather gloves. So <laughs> gets out of the car, goes home. And then he goes on Reddit and writes this story. And sure enough, a bunch of other people are like, oh my God, I know who this guy is. He's, he does this in, <laughs> in our neighborhood. He's like some weird dude who likes to pick up guys late at night, watch them put on rubber, rubber or, uh, leather gloves, tight, re le leather, tight gloves. leather gloves, and then, I don't know, goes home and jerks off. Oh my God. Yeah. That is so fucking weird. I know, right? I mean, you can't just watch porno at home. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that's definitely weirder than looking at dicks. Right. So. <laughs> I would say that's weird. Yeah. And not a weird fetish. Like, if you like leather or, like, have your partner do it, but don't be picking up dudes. And, and don't have a business card, homie. Like, I know, <laughs> right. Are you serious? That's a paper trail. Yeah. First of all, that's evidence. Exhibit A. Unless he just doesn't get, like, he actually does sell leather gloves, though. Maybe so he does. Like, no, I was just trying to. It's, it's nothing weird, guys. I promise. You know, when your passion is your life <laughs> and you go to work, every yeah. day is not like working. If you love hands and smelling <laughs> leather, do that for a living. Yeah. If you're like a weird foot person and you just love feet, you're thinking about feet, go work at a shoe store, <laughs> you know, or go be a podiatrist. Go back to school. What if they only love feet and not people, so they, like, start chopping people's feet off, man? Oh, that's bad. Like that. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> you just started something. But, I mean, maybe most podiatrists actually like feet. Like, what would make a man go to medical school to be a gynecologist? Like, at what point did he say, you yeah. know what? Pussies. <laughs> I'm, I'm inspired by them. They're my passion. I'm going <laughs> to be a gynecologist. I'm going to... Be an obstetrician... I can see. Yeah. You want to deliver babies. You know, the world's greatest, most famous obstetrician, Dr. Cliff Huxtable <laughs> from The Cosby Show. Yeah. Stand-up guy. It's very, I mean, <laughs> the irony that he was an obstetrician <laughs> on that show. That piece of shit Bill Cosby's <laughs> job on the show was to look at pussies is just too rich. Like, you cannot come up with that. Yeah. Anyways, at what point in medical school, you could be a heart surgeon. Mm -hmm. You could study cancer. You could be a psychologist and be a therapist, but no, as a man, <laughs> you decide, I want to be a gynecologist. Mm -hmm. What's going on in that person's head? Like, can we do a survey and find out, like, seriously, if every gynecologist that's a man is actually kind of insane? Well, I, I actually heard a female gynecologist on a podcast. I can't remember what podcast. 
and somebody asked her like a similar question she's like i kind of do believe that there's some like little bit of freakiness or weirdness or creepiness yes in male gynecologists I, I, I guess if that like, makes me a prude or like not progressive. <laughs> yeah, she didn't give a fuck. She's like, yeah, they're all fucking crazy. <laughs> Here's the question though. If a woman wanted to be a urologist, but see, there really isn't like a man doctor. I mean, like there's not like, like, like a gynecologist obstetrician. I feel like women go to them for a variety of things because mm-hmm. their vaginas are very complicated. They have to get, get these pap smears yeah. and mammograms. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that a obstetrician and a gynecologist need to do. Men don't really have that. Like, yeah, our balls and dick. Like, I guess you go to a urologist, but don't urologists probably treat women too? Yeah, because they it's have to, right? very similar. So either way, if a woman wants to be a urologist, I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> if a woman, and maybe this is a double standard. Yeah, but if a woman wants to give her life to studying dicks. Well, it's totally fine. It's not like like women have to basically get fingered by their gynecologist right. you know, for certain tests. And I mean, that's obviously the guy is like a little bit sexual, like on some level, it's a little bit sexual. Right. But you're not going to the urologist and they're jerking you off. Right. Like there's I don't no think test. So. Where there is like, the prostate thing. Right. But but they're not jerking you I off know. or anything. I mean, I know. And look, there's women at home screaming, probably like, it's not like fingering us. It's painful. It's but awful. It's you, terrible. You know what I mean? But I'm not still, saying they're like trying to yes. stimulate that. They're going girl. in there. They're, 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 they're entering you. Yeah. Which is a, a thing, you know? So yeah, no, no fault against you. Not weird. If you're a gal and you want to have a woman gynecologist, I don't think that's weird at all. Yeah. I think it's weird. Do we have any male gynecologist listeners? <laughs> I really doubt it. Who fucking it. hate us right now? I know. They're just steaming. Did I'm a mean person, Eddie. I'm a mean <laughs> person. Did you know doctors back in the day used to give women orgasms with sex toys like as a form of therapy? They're like, oh, this this chick is going a little crazy. She needs to have an exactly. orgasm. Exactly. See, that's that's why guys are disgusting and terrible. <laughs> we are the worst. Yeah, Eddie. There was some asshole guy who came up with some trick <laughs> to jam things inside women and said it made him a doctor, and they paid him for it. <laughs> they paid him for that shit. Whatever. All right. Let's see what time is it. Uh, let's do one more. Um, hey, here's an idea. Uh, oh wait, no, hold on. Ba ba ba. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay. Hey, here's an idea. Maybe you and Eddie could separate five minutes of each show to talk about the most recent episode of Game of Thrones now that he's all caught up. I was originally thinking you guys should do another podcast, but I guess that would push both of your wives over the tolerance line. So you're not caught up yet either. Not at all. I'm like midway through season two. I mean, yeah, you've got... No, no, no. no. Season three. Season three. Yeah. You got a long way to go. Yeah. And even five minutes would probably make half the listeners want to pull their hair out. <laughs> yeah. But that would be fun. We can dream, Ed. You know, we're doing this One for day. a living with our podcast network. <laughs> you know, and we can have our own TV show, a video yeah. game show, a fantasy football show, which we'll be great at. <laughs> you know, we'll have a John Boxing Mayer show. show obviously. Oh, Boxing yeah, show, Mayer. the John Mayer cast. Karaoke show. Right after the Tom Hanks cast. <laughs> yeah. Karaoke show. I should name this episode John Mayer. <laughs> and put John Mayer in the thing a couple times. You should, yeah. And he'll be on the tour bus and he'll be like, what is this fucking thing? <laughs> Some assholes in lovely Sacramento made a podcast about me. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that shit. And then he, he listens to it. He doesn't it. sound like an old jazz player, man. <laughs> it kind of does, man. He's so cool. <laughs> and he's going to listen to it. And like before you know Chester it, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. He's going to listen to the podcast. And then I, I won't know at first, mm-hmm. but... 
on my phone, I'll get a notification that at John Mayer just followed you on Twitter. <laughs> and he gets on Twitter and he's like DMing me and shit. Oh my God, the show is so funny. I've been listening to it all tour. No, he'd probably just tweet about it and not actually directly to you. I think. What I think he's that's a big how fan. Okay, fine. Um, a tweet from John Mayer go a long way. Yeah. You know what's funny though? You think that would make a big difference in this day and age? <laughs> you probably get like five new listeners. Yeah. It's weird. The world's weird <laughs> like that. A few years ago, you like remember Ghetto Genius? Yeah. You know, he like five or six years ago, seven years ago, got mentioned by Jamie Fox, and that was enough to make him just explode. Yeah. Jamie Foxx. You know, which now I feel like Jamie Foxx could tweet about us. And uh, again, it just, the world's changed yeah. too much. Didn't he get and like a book deal or something? He did. Yeah. He wrote a blog. Mm -hmm. But then after Jamie Foxx gave him a goddamn Facebook share through the roof. All right. Well, this will be our John Mayer, Jamie Foxx <laughs> moment. Uh, was I already reading a question? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not doing Game of Thrones. Let's do a real treat. Yes. All right, Eddie, what's your real treat this week? So yesterday I stumbled on, uh, I was on YouTube and did went through some crazy rabbit hole and stumbled onto Ghetto Ninja Turtles. Have okay. you seen this? No. It's, it's, I've only seen like the first three parts. They're like 10 minutes each and I think mm -hmm. there's six parts. Okay. Um, but they basically take the Ninja Turtles movie, the live action, the original, mm -hmm. uh, and condense it down and then redo everyone's voice with new voiceovers of okay. just like people talking like, like gangsters and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's so it's hilarious. Super funny. It's, I, I laughed multiple times. Is it popular? Does it have lots of hits? Uh, lots of I don't, I don't remember. I think it might, I can't remember, but, um, well, this is going to be their Jamie Foxx moment. <laughs> Through the roof. It's possible. Ghetto Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I think it just says Ghetto Ninja Turtles, like part mm. one, part, you know, whatever. I wonder how they can get the rights to do that. At some point, they'll get popular enough and Warner Brothers or whoever yeah. will say yoink and take that shit off. Yeah. Unless there's no commercials. If it's not monetized, then maybe they don't care. Yeah. I don't think there were commercials, actually. Maybe that's how they can get around it. Yeah. Like, I know people redid the RoboCop movie a couple years ago. They had like 20 different directors each take a few scenes from the robocop movie mm -hmm. and they pieced it all together so it was totally oh, different cool. weird redone and there was this really funny scene where robocop kept shooting off everyone's dick <laughs> okay. it was just like dick after dick just exploding oh, okay. i think i saw this you see, yeah, yeah. yeah a few years ago it made the rounds just yeah. that scene where it was just bad guys like street thugs <laughs> kept jumping out with their dicks hanging out and robocop's just exploding just <laughs> shooting and these dicks were all floppy and fleshy blowing up yeah google that go on youtube and look up oh, you man. know robocop I forgot about that. shooting dicks <laughs> and you're in for a treat that's a uh a sub treat <laughs> a sub treat right there uh, okay well check it out yeah so my real treat is also a show and it's this new netflix show ozark you yes, heard about this? I have, yeah. Have you watched any of it? No, but I want to. A lot of people said good things. It's going to be like the next, I don't want to say Stranger Things or something, but when Stranger Things first came out, everyone's like, oh, what is this? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It looks stupid. Um, and then it blew up. Like, I think Ozark has the, the potential to be the show that everyone is watching and talking about. Mm -hmm. Jason Bateman's in it, and he plays a dad who you think is kind of a normal guy, but he's not mm -hmm. necessarily. 
very Breaking Baddy. That's what everyone is, is referring yeah, to it as. I've heard that. But it's times. really gritty. You know, it's it's the first episode just sets the whole tone. Nice. I think for the whole show, and I think it's it's very good. It's very good. I'll so Ozark and Jason Bateman's great. Like just like on Better Call Saul with you know Michael McKeon mm. or Bob Odenkirk, people you don't expect to be good in dramas. He's great in it. He yeah. plays like the perfect. You think he's a nerd, but he's, you know, maybe there's more going on. It's very good. Mm -hmm. So check it out. Yes. Check it out. All right. Well, that's it. So remember, save it for the show at gmail.com if you want to be on fantasy. Uh, we have a store, which I always forget about, store.saveforthe-show.com. Uh, if you do want to buy a shirt <laughs> or if you were that guy, send me a note. And there's hats and mugs. There's all sorts of shit on there, and it's cool. And that's it. So otherwise, it's the end of the show. Um, I'm ending the show like three times. All right? <laughs> it's the end of the show. Amanda Hug and Kiss makes our sifstery where he takes a joke or something from an old episode, marries it with a song. This one is from episode 209, and he titled it Poop Every Day. And the name of the song is Every Damn Day People by Broke MC. Okay. All right. So that's playing, and that's that. Otherwise, this has been episode 253 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Quick question. What is the longest you guys ever went without taking a poop? And did it start to freak you out after a while? Okay, thanks. Bye. Vix. So I do like this is a question from a girl, too, mm -hmm. which I definitely think is more of a lady issue, not shitting every day or every other day. Yeah. Most of the women in my life, um, my wife's pretty regular, which I don't think she might be talking about. <laughs> but I know like being a lady at times, it can be tougher, it seems, if it's hormonal or whatever. Guys just seem to be like pigs. They just shit. Yeah. Like too much, probably. <laughs> like I couldn't tell you the last time I didn't take a poop every day. Yeah. Kristen always is like, she's like, you should get checked out. You shit a lot. And I'm like, talk to the guys that I talk to, and it's right. pretty normal. <laughs> the right. amount that I shit. I think shitting every day, not every day as a guy, isn't normal. Yeah. Shitting twice a day as a guy is probably normal too. Mm -hmm. If you're shitting like, oh god, I don't know what, five times a day, <laughs> then your first of all, your asshole is raw. <laughs> I feel bad for your asshole. Yeah. But you might have some sort of stomach issue. <laughs> Or maybe you're lactose intolerant and you drink a lot of milk. It's possible. Look into that <laughs> shit. So, you know, I, I really can't honestly answer the question. The longest I've ever went, two days, maybe camping. Where, not shitting. Where maybe my whole scenario is thrown off where I'm not in my rhythm, I'm eating poorly. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's like, all right, I went camping on Friday and I didn't take a shit till Sunday. That may be the longest. Yeah. Ever. I think for me, it's probably a 24-hour period. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just have... Has, I, I, I don't think I've ever gone longer than that. You better go to the doctor. I, I listen to your wife. Out, yeah. My cousin's ex-wife used to only shit on Fridays. Once a week. Once a week. Like she like had a schedule and she was like, this is my time to shit on Friday. Wow. And the rest of the week, I'm not going to shit. I don't understand how you can do that. That's an incredible command over your body. Yeah. And something internal. 
to like train your sphincter, your colon, or whatever. <laughs> That's why they got divorced. Uh, yeah, it she was sounds smellyish. <laughs> yeah, once a week, just destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I talked about that guy I was roommates with that would do that once a week. And as a guy, if you're only shitting once a week, this guy had the worst diet too. <sighs> Those shits, I can still smell them. It smelled like tar, <sighs> not like human healthy shit, but it just smelled wrong <laughs> and foul yeah. and black. <laughs> well, that's racist man sorry <laughs> sorry just disgusting it did smell terrible it smelled terrible so yeah hang in there vix i know you you run a lot and you you probably <laughs> just you know lots of people when they run they shake it loose oh, okay like i'm this is weird my dad apparently will like have to take a shit on a run once a month <laughs> and i think something's wrong with that too <laughs> like he has to carry toilet paper with him because <laughs> so often Seriously, like he'll carry like a little thing of toilet paper and he's got all these funny dad stories where a lot of times, especially in Vegas, especially back, you know, when he used to probably run more often 10 years ago, there's a lot of desert around. Yeah. You can take a shit in the desert. That's pretty easy. Yeah. But you can't really take a shit in the neighborhood. <laughs> and he's told me a couple of times that he's had to kind of like hide behind someone's car in the street because he was going to shit his pants. And I don't know if this is like a dad fable. Because my dad's definitely told me a couple tall tales yeah. for a laugh. I don't know where I get it from. <laughs> but I've never shit <laughs> on the street. I mean, that would be like a sex crime. Yeah. Your dick's That's hanging out. Pretty much, yeah. That was the point of uh, Better Call Saul. Remember, that was <laughs> yeah. a Chicago sunroof yeah. or something. He totally. took a shit in someone's sunroof, and their kids were in the car. So they saw his dick. <laughs> if a kid sees your dick, you're in trouble. <laughs> I don't care what the scenario is. Yeah. It's not going to work. I was peeing like before I got here mm -hmm. and my oldest daughter, she's four. She comes in the bathroom and she like looks at my dick and she's like, daddy, I like your hairy penis. Oh God. I was like, okay. Do not ever repeat that to right. anyone else, please. Right. You just got dad in trouble. Yeah. At school. <laughs> One time, this, this weekend, I was taking a piss in the backyard because my pool is out there mm -hmm. and I'm soaking wet. If you know anyone with a pool and they don't have a pool house, they piss in their backyard. Just, and they have kids. <laughs> yeah. Period. Oh, yeah. So I was just taking a piss and one of the kids from the neighborhood barged into the backyard. And I had to like seriously like whoop, like do a 180 or he would have seen Mr. Field's dick. And that was Did the, he like keep walking? Or he was like, hey, he's just like, hey, what's up? Like he just walked in like, oh, there's a man taking a piss, whatever. You should have pissed right in his face. <laughs> I should have. Like, you're not offended by this? You offended by this, motherfucker? Where my people at? Beat freakers and heat seekers, revolutionary leaders, street sweepers and peacekeepers, deep thinkers, like it with similar beasts of burden. Carrying knowledge like apple trees, carry serpents, these chariots of fire, carry various desires. They tear open my eyes like flares up in the night skies. Finally aware of my position in these times to be a beacon of light, keeping the feeling alive. All day, every damn day, too much work and not enough play. In a pattern to manage the dismay All day, every damn day Too much work and not enough pay All day, every damn day Trapped in a pattern to manage the dismay On the street in the sun I ride the beat in the drums While the people speed on I write and try to keep up It's so easy to shrug off Freeze up and sleep on Go home, puff weed and turn the TV on But I be the type of food to eat candy from strangers While most people don't know their family from their neighbors Love less than rapists So rough sex in cages Locked down like storm doors protecting the basement I'm a savage oasis Bringing it back to the basics And cracking the case like Sherlock with my cannonball cadence Got a habit of making my mark Scratching with car keys And trying to find
finding pulse in the tin man's arteries. These heartbeats speaking deeper truths than shark beaks on heartbeats. Plus bar keeps and carnies, and if the carnage is high, and I need some advice, just put my ear to your chest to get the meaning of life. All day, every damn day, too much work and not enough play. All day, every damn day, trapped in a pattern to manage the dismay. Of the earth, step a little closer. Now show me where it hurts. To my people, people of the planet, we can bring it back, but we gotta understand it. To my people, people of the earth, step a little closer. Now show me where it hurts. To my people, people of the planet, we can bring it back, but we gotta understand it. Is your dick long enough to be your own bidet? Can you like piss? Oh, in your twist ass it around. Just <laughs> tuck it under. Yeah, I mean that's not gross. That there you go, man. <laughs> that's not gross at all. You're welcome. That's like a lot of times when my kids take a shit and they're leaning too far forward and they just drop the shit right on the dry part, like a beached <laughs> whale, and then they don't flush it and then the shit dries on there. My favorite move is to use my dick like a hose and then I piss off the shit. <laughs> nice. And to me, that's being very cleanly and recycling. Yeah, definitely. You know, and you got to push real hard. <laughs> like, I don't like to push real hard because, you know, I'm sensitive down there. Yes. A sensitive Miatus. <laughs> but I'll push extra hard, blow off the dirt, kind of like a power washer. <laughs> and then I feel good about myself. Nice, man. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a good move. I never thought I would have to say out loud, I piss on my kid's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I did twice, actually. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. 